With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
talk listeners, let me tell you something. If that didn't get your day started in a new mindset, a new way of thinking, I don't know what it is. Listen, Marvin Sepp, that beloved song, I can remember when I first listened to it, I was killed over in my bed. Thanking God for loving me and calling me his beloved. And that's what we want to talk about today, having a spiritually clean mind, body, and soul. Because when you understand that you are beloved of God with all your filthiness, all your craziness, everything you've done, and yet he still loves you. Why? Because he created you in his image. And he knows you from the beginning, middle, and end. And so you are beloved of God And when you really understand that concept, you not only want to live your life in a way that's spiritually clean, God is going to make you because he's going to allow things not to even come in your uh, peripheral and your circle anymore as you mature. So welcome. Listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. This song just gets me hyped up, and I'm thankful just to be in the land of 2019 and just to be alive in my right mind, so I get a little happy. So if you're new to Real Talk, I am your host, Tanya White, uh, and we have been back, relaunched. This is our fourth show, I believe. Um, we took a break last week, but listen, let me tell you what Real Talk is about. We give you real talk about real issues to enhance what? Your real life. We are rated R, always rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. We talk about issues for the spirit. I am a church girl, a God girl. So everything, even if it's a real-life situation, a life situation, you'll probably hear me say a amen or hallelujah. But every guest we have on this show, every topic that the Lord has given me, I pray for every guest. Every guest says yes immediately. And so I'm excited about this show tonight because we have a trifecta of spiritual warriors. Our whole theme this month of January is how to live clean in what? 2019. Listen, clean in your spirit, clean in your body. We're going to talk about next week about healthy living and working out, clean in your finances, clean in the way you think, clean in the way you execute your dreams, everything, everything. And you know me. I love acronyms. I ain't got one yet for clean. But, you know, the Lord will give me one. But this month of January is to help not only uh, motivate you, but to help you maintain. And I hate talking about resolutions because it's, you know, sometimes we break them. I want you to be living in your divine purpose because when you have a purpose, you can't quit that thing. When it's, when it's something, a goal or something that God has given you, You may say, hey, I can't do this, but it will be in your mind, your body, and spirit until you make that thing come to fruition. So this month, we're going to teach you, give you tips. We're going to have guests. If it's uh, living a healthy lifestyle, we got Dewan Means and uh, Miss Bunch next week. If it's uh, getting closer to God through faith, obedience, and prayer, tonight is your show because we got a trifecta of guests. First, we got the Try God Warrior herself. Um, her movement is just sweeping the world Just two simple words, try God Try God, and she's going to share her testimony Then we have Apostle uh, Kevin Manzano From New Beginnings Ministries International He is a man of God He is serious about intercessory prayer I went to his intercessors gathering in April And when I tell you that 
immediately I felt a sense of uh, just just prayer, just holiness over that thing uh, for the intercessors who pray. And you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're an intercessor, you know, uh, just awesome men of God and what he's doing over there. And then we have doctor, the lady doctor is what I call her, um, Dr. Matisa Wilburn. I love this woman of God. She don't know how many times just her words, her sermons have delivered me. Um, and then if you were at the Yes, I Am Enough conference April 7, 2018, when she talked about soul wounds, my goodness, when I tell you healing, deliverance, deliverance, took place on that day um, that people are still still walking in the residue of what took place on that day, uh, you will be understand why you're going to need to stick throughout this show. Um, listen, I love empowering people. I love giving you nuggets of wisdom, and I love bringing on guests who are just going to reiterate the Real Talk philosophy of being rated R, real, relevant, and refreshing in all aspects, in all aspects of everything. So we're going to get ready to bring on our first guest, uh, who is, uh, I was going to call him doctor. <laughs> Maybe that's what the Lord's telling to do. Uh, Apostle Kevin Manzano, he is, like I said, he is the founder and the pastor of New Beginnings uh, International Church in Louisville, Kentucky. He is also an author, uh, a, a true man of God who moves by what God tells him to do when he tells him to do it. Do it. And he has a burden, a mandate for, for, for God from, for prayer, particularly equipping and training the intercessors to walk in what their calling is, to uh, do it with fervency, do it with excellence, and to just do it when God says do it. All right, so if you are in Louisville and you have not visited his church, be led by the Lord. When the Lord leads you over there, do it, uh, and I tell you, you will be, you will be blessed. Uh, I know they had a 5 a.m. prayer um, that, listen, let me tell you something. You have to be really, really uh, craving prayer to get up and go to 5 a.m. prayer. But that's something that happens in the early mornings of praying, and they have been committed to 5 a.m. prayer, uh, I believe, for a while. So if you are intercessor and you want to uh, connect with other intercessors, he's going to tell us about his intercessor gathering uh, that is April 2019. And so let me bring him on. I hope this is it. Apostle? Is this Apostle? Manzano? No. Bear with me, you guys. Hello, welcome to Real Talk. All right, we are having, let's take a brief break and let's, See what's going on Let's take a brief break And see what's going on with tech So you know anytime it's tech problems The show is going to be powerful Hold on one second We're going to take a brief break And commercial time Man, I've been trying to call her all day Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas That he promised that we were going to spend together And here I am alone 
He told me he was going out of town this weekend, but he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again, and I'm trying to call her, and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. today. Welcome back. We are ready to bring Apostle on up to the show. Hello, Apostle. Can you hear me? I'm here. Yes, can I can hear, hear you now. Thank you. Jesus. Yes, yes. Well, good evening. Right. Good evening. We're excited to have you on the show, and I know I've been excited since you said yes to being on the show. So I know you're going yes. to be moving with what the Lord says. But before we get into uh, what we're going to talk about, tell our audience who you are and what God has called you to do. Okay. My name is Apostle Kevin Manzano, Sr. I am the founder of New Beginnings International Ministries in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, I really believe that there is a um, uh, a mandate on my, on my life, a number of mandates, but one being um, intercessors, teaching and raising up. Um, intercessors, and so um, I really believe that uh, we are in the end days, as, as many many of you are aware of. And I really believe that God is uh, raising up um, intercessors, He's strengthening intercessors. And I really believe that truly there's a mandate on my wife and I uh, to begin to let intercessors know around the world there's a place for you. You know, there's um, assignment. You still have an assignment. And um, just so excited about what God um, is doing in this hour and what God's going to do in 2019. I'm telling you, guys, for those that's listening, hold on uh, and tighten up because I'm telling you, um, God's going to move in a mighty way in 2019. I'm telling you things that we have never seen nor ever experienced before. Mm, yes, yes. So our, our theme on this show, this whole month is how to live clean, and tonight we're talking about spiritual cleanliness. How you yes. apostle, you you equip people uh, and teach and preach. How important it is, regardless of the goals we set. Everybody has these resolutions and say, you know, I'm, you know, this is my year, blah, blah. You know, all the cliches, sort of say. How can right. we accomplish that with without tending to our spiritual? Uh, our spiritual work and our what we how our spirit is working. How why is that okay. so important? To, that, that that be the first thing 
that we tend to yes. before anything uh, else. You know, the Bible the Bible first says, you know, that um that we can we can do all things through Christ um that is our strength. So first of all, we can't do nothing without uh, without the Lord. And second of all, whatever we desire to do, you know, we need the um help of the um, Holy Spirit. And so God wants to help us. He wants us to be successful. He wants us to succeed. But what we must understand in whatever endeavors or whatever we want to do, whether it be visions, dreams, inventions, or whatever, we must do it to the glory of God. And mm-hmm. so whatever we do is to bring God glory, even in our gifts. And having clean hands and a pure heart is absolutely um, a necessity. You know, the Bible teaches us holiness. And, of course, when you start talking about holiness, it is the least popular word um, in the church. As soon (laughs) as you start teaching and preaching on holiness, I can tell you now, you won't get a lot of amens. You won't get a lot Mm -hmm. of claps. Um, I've even seen in my own church uh, the people get silent. Because Mm -hmm. when you um, hear the word holiness, the first thing, you think about it, the first thing that comes to mind is what I have to give up, yes. what I can't do anymore. And, you know, they, you know, the church, the people, they think that this is something that you require. But the Bible says, even Jesus himself says, you know, be ye holy for he um, is holy. So mm-hmm. um, holiness is a lifestyle. Holiness mm-hmm. is not something we just talk about, but it's a lifestyle. Lifestyle equals life change. And so yes. it's an everyday commitment that you have to make, um, that you have to make with God, uh, make to God, um, uh, you know, to be holy. You have to constantly, um, daily consecrate yourself um, before the Lord. You have to have a, you have to live a repentant life. My mm-hmm. wife and I, we practice holiness. And and you know, some people say, uh, Tanya, well, does that mean I can't drink? Does that mean mm-hmm. I can't go to clubs? Does that mean I can't play cards? And does that mean blah blah blah? Right. You know, the Bible does talk about you know, um, you know, being you know, not being a drunkard, and mm-hmm. you know, as far as drink, drinking always comes up. But keep in mind that in those days when um, Jesus, even the first miracle when Jesus turned the water to wine, you know, the wine that they drank back then was not the the, the the wine that we have now that you know intoxicates you. You know, and mm-hmm. so. You know, people say, well, can I play cards? Can I still go to concerts? Can I still go to clubs? The Bible declares that too much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. And so I cannot speak on anybody else's life other than my wife and I. And Mm -hmm. so God, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that in order for us to walk in what we're walking in, to be able to do what we're doing, to be able to operate in the glory that we're able to operate, that we must have clean hands and a pure heart. The Bible mm-hmm. says that when a man's ways pleases him, that he would then give him the desires of um, his heart. And so, therefore, it's all about your anointing. It's about the call on your life. You know, mm-hmm. God, may, God told me, you know, this is what you must do if you are to walk in what you're walking in. And so my wife and I, you know, we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't play cards, we don't go to concerts. We choose to live a sanctified life because the truth of the matter is, Tanya, if we're going to clubs and if we're going to um, concerts and we're meeting our members there, our sons and daughters, oh, Lord. Fighting them, you know, how can we be that example? How can we show them um, the way to live if we find ourselves in the same place that our sheep 
um, our sheep is in, you know. And so mm-hmm. we have chosen and we have chosen on purpose to live um, a holy and sanctified life. But isn't that what salvation is all about uh, yeah. concerning holiness? When we look at the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and the blood was shed for the remission of our sins, the blood of Jesus destroyed the bondage of sin in our life. And this also includes generational and bloodline curses. And mm. so if we continue, you know, to live out these things that, that Jesus has um, delivered us from, it's like crucifying him all over again. Yes. And, you know, when you think about holiness and people talk about holiness, the first thing they think about is a boring life. It's a yes. boring life. I'm yes. telling you, holiness and sanctification is a glorious life. It's a prosperous life, you know, to live before the Lord and to honor him, you know, with our life. You know, one thing that comes to mind, um, Tanya, you know, um, there's a move of God that's coming. And, and as mm-hmm. you gave me the assignment to speak on what I'm speaking um, to to your listeners, those that um, listen and follow you, first of all, um, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on and share a word with your listeners. Uh, you mm-hmm. are a phenomenal thank woman you. of God, and the vision God has given you uh, is, is, is literally uh, beyond this region. Um, mm-hmm. It is global. And so, you know, be encouraged. But if we are to see if the church, when I say if we, if the church is to see this end time move of God, which I which I know um, is coming, we must prepare ourselves, our temples, for the manifestation of his glory. First of all, the Bible says that his glory will be seen. His glory will be seen according to Isaiah 45 that tells us the glory of God shall be revealed and we shall see it all together. But when you look at the Bible, you look at Moses. Moses asked the Lord to show him his glory. You better believe that Moses lived a sanctified life. Moses had clean hands and a pure heart because if not um, the, um, the glory of God, he's my fact, he would even have permission or right to ask um, God to show him his glory. So Moses lived a sanctified life. If we are to see a move of God in our churches, in our mm-hmm. ministries, in our homes, mm-hmm. in our finances, in our health. We must get back to the original plan of God, and that is sanctification and holiness is still right. It's still right. Abbas, I want to uh, go back to what you said. It was so powerful. When people hear the word holiness, they, th- they automatically think of, oh, it's going to be a boring life, all the things that I have to, I have to give up. But as you mature, wouldn't you say in, in, in the things of God, it's not a have-to situation anymore. It's things like, okay, I want to give this up because I'm maturing in God, and I don't even have a, a, a taste for that anymore. So wouldn't you say it's a, just a maturing, and it's not a have-to situation when you really understand about sanctification and what your purpose is and you're maturing in God, you you will move from, oh, I have to give this up into oh, I want to give this up because it's blocking me from certain things. Would you say that? Tanya, absolutely. It is a it is a form of maturity, but I'm telling you what, um, you know, the the word of God is watered down. It's so watered down oh, Lord. Um, in our churches. Um, the oh, word now, that is being preached. You're now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, the, well, it's the truth. The word yeah. of God. Trust me, I'm going to tell you right now, if, my, if, if I did not preach holiness and right living, um, um, through the word of God, if I if I was had a religious spirit 
and I took a whole lot of things or didn't didn't preach on and teach on a lot of things, my church would be full. I'm just being honest mm-hmm. with you. And mm-hmm. so holiness um, has a tendency, um, you know, to draw people away from God versus to him. And to answer your question, yes, um, maturity should um, cause us to want to live holy, not allow things to come into our life, or to, our, into our temple, to guard our eye gates and our ear gates. But again, the wa- the word is watered down. It's for mm-hmm. itchy ears, and people um, are going to church, and they're not being convicted by the word. Now, the mm-hmm. Bible says that the word of God um, cuts through um, the marrow. It's a two-edged yes. sword. It cuts through the bone and the marrow. But the word is not even the word is not even scraping us, and so right. therefore there's no, there's no conviction uh, through the word of God. Therefore, mm-hmm. there's no desire. The hunger for the word of God will will come back to the church when there's conviction. Yes, Jesus, Jesus. Woo! If you're just joining Real Talk with Tanya White, we are talking to Apostle Kevin Manzano, and I, uh, we're talking about spiritual cleanliness. And he just made the word of God is what's going to cut you and convict you. And then it's going to give you strength and courage to keep on moving. Woo, Apostle. Yes. We've yes. only got a few more minutes. But I want to touch on, you said, if you, you know, if you didn't preach holiness and preach the word that's convicting, uh, more people would come. How important is it for teachers, preachers, pastors who have been called to their position to not only live the word of God, but to preach it with authority, first of all, <laughs> authority, right, power, yeah. and uh, the truth of the God, not what, you know, people want to hear. How important is that for, for people, especially well, pastors who are shepherds over souls? Right. It's very um, important. It's a necessity because, you know, the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel, if we know that someone is living an ungodly life or they're living a um, a wayward life away from God, away from his word, and we know the truth and we don't tell them the truth, that that blood will be mm-hmm. on our hands. I'm telling the blood um, of our people that we pastor is on our hands. I'm telling you mm-hmm. because we'd rather grow our church than to be real. We'd rather, we rather mm-hmm. for our church to grow than to tell the truth because we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want nobody to live our church. We don't leave, you know, live our church, leave our churches because the number one tithers are the ones that are, um, are sinners. They're the ones that, that are openly, you know, sinning. They're not living um, the life according to the word of God. So, so instead of, you know, correcting them, we put them on the praise team. We put them in our trustees and all these positions, and we're so afraid that if we speak the truth, then we're going to lose our congregation. We're going to lose our tithers. And I can care less because I did not get into ministry uh, for popularity. Mm -hmm. Um, I got into ministry preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ for change. And so we've got to get back. We've got to get back to the word of God because the truth of the matter, people are dying in our churches. It ain't just a mega church. It's the church that refuses um, to preach the the entire gospel of Jesus Christ. We have compromised um, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We'd rather uh, be mediocre than tell the truth, and the truth Mm -hmm. sometimes does hurt. But the truth will only the truth will bring true change in mm-hmm. the life of the believer and those who are lost, um, needing Christ. Only the truth will then the truth. would bring conviction that will cause that person 
to come out of um, out of the world into the um, into the um, uh, the arms of Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, we have less than one minute. I want you to tell our audience about your awesome, awesome intercessors gathering. And I'm going to have you, as it get closer, to come back on and, and talk about that. But tell us what's going to happen in April. Absolutely. Um, um, in April, actually this year, I can now say this year because I started promoting it in 2018. Um, in uh, April the 12th through the 14th, 2019, uh, we'll have our intercessors, um, Gather the Intercessors Summit, um, Intercessors Arise is the theme this year. It's going to be held in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Intercessors all over the globe are coming to Louisville, Kentucky for this phenomenal um, summit. Some of my guest speakers will be Apostle Marie Mosley, mm-hmm. Apostle Nathaniel Cole the uh, Third, Pastor LaVonda Weber, Prophetess Stephanie Lewis, Apostle Tabit Wilson, Pastor Kimberly Lane, Pastor Charles mm. um, Charles the Third, Small the Third, Prophetess Jan Painter, and some of our music and psalmist um, guests will be psalmist Darnell Craig and psalmist Sharon Rochelle. Registration yes, is sixty five dollars. <laughs> Y'all have not heard Sharon Rochelle. Y'all better get to this gathering to hear this woman, guy. Oh yes, Woo. oh yes. Oh, um, um, Tanya, if they go to my if they go to my Facebook page, Kevin Manzano. They can get more information. Registration is $65. Matter of fact, also, um, if you're traveling, uh, I have on my uh, Facebook page, uh, Holiday Inn, um, information on my Facebook page, Holiday Inn is the hotel that um, that we have chosen. The rooms are $0.99. I wish it was $0.99. $0.99 a night. The phone number and the address is on my Facebook page. But if you are an intercessor, a prayer yes. warrior, gatekeeper, you yes. have to be part of this um, summit. If you want to go to a greater dimension in prayer, you must register for this summit. I'm telling you, it would change your life. When I tell you that people are traveling from all over, I'm talking about Chicago, um, um, Arizona, um, also uh, Maryland, um, also um Wisconsin, people are coming. We have vendor space. If you have mm-hmm. a product and you would like to be a vendor, we'll love to have you, whether you are a um, um, a writer or whether you're an author, whether you have jewelry or clothing, we would love for you to be a vendor. For three days, um, it's yes. $150. Space is limited, and that's for you too, Tanya. Lock in. You need to lock in and go ahead and register. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm com I'm coming just to, to to lay on the floor. Uh, I'm not gonna know, be. <laughs> I'm just coming to lay know, on the floor I know, because I, that literally, I when I attended you. last year, changed the way I I approached prayer and the way I saw yeah. and view myself as an intercessor. Uh, so I'm right, coming. Yes. I'm, I'm coming, and I was gonna be there, but I was like, I've got to lay on the floor. <laughs> I know. Look, I I know you can be there, and Tanya, thank you so much for the opportunity. I have so much more. Um, to uh, share with the yes. people of God, but um, we're going to have you back uh, as the event gets closer too. We're going to have you black, back on. But thank you so much and continue blessings. I will post in um uh, in our in our space how they can register. But thank you. Tell your wife Happy New Year. Uh, I love you. you all. Continue to press. Love through. you more. And blessings, blessings. Twenty nineteen. I can't wait to see what happens. All right. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you all. Listen, 
Apostle Manzano, listen, he has he is a man of God. Truly, if you are intercessor, please attend his event. It literally shifted my life. Listen, we're going to get ready for the Try God Warrior. Hold on, Nation. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back because you're not going to believe this lady's uh, journey uh, of Try God. All right? So we'll be back in about five minutes after this song. All right, listen, I don't know what's going on, but I can't hear that song. So I'm just going to bring the Try God Warrior on. Hey, Miss Nation. Hello, hello. Hello, we hey, had tech difficulties. I was going to play your, uh, the song, I tried them, but it ain't letting me do it. But so we just going to let them tell you. You tell our audience right. about Try God. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, and we're going to flow. Go ahead, Miss Nation. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show um, and your radio. I appreciate that. It's just so amazing to be able to bring in the new year, 2019, on your show. Uh, I would love to be able to just tell you all that I am the author of Try God book. It is an amazing short read, a practical read book that has just taken off and blessing people all around the world. The beauty mm-hmm. of it is is that it's not just a book or a shirt. It's not just a, a slogan. It is a movement. And God is doing some transformation in people's life from um, babies up until adults and senior adults. God is just doing a new thing because people are getting that uh, mandated in their spirit and they are trying him in every area. People who have tried them before are retrying them, and people who are trying them now are trying them again. And mm-hmm. that's what God is saying. And be, believe in me and have faith in me, and everything that I say you shall have shall come to pass. He said, but you got to have faith and believe the word of God. And that's what the book of Try God is all about. It's about the faith 
the obedience and sacrifice um, all tied into one. So Amen. I am excited to be able to, for God to use me in this ministry, because that's exactly what it is, to be able to let people know, hey, God, if he did it for me, he'll do it for you, but all you have to do is try him. And try, try him at his word. It's Oh, my God. Listen, listen, you guys, she's being modest. So I'm a hype woman. (laughs) This has been, I want you to tell them how this is just not a book. This has been your lifestyle, and it started off as shirts. Tell our audience where the Try God, where it is now in your life, started. Yeah, okay, great. So, uh God has been in uh, my life since 2014 as my pastor had dropped a word um, into the whole entire church. And for whatever reason, I was just a crazy uh, parishioner who caught the word and just uh, ran with it and got it in my spirit and started really trying to try them. Um, mm-hmm. So God started out from me making one T-shirt that said Try God Malachi 3 on it. And it went from one T-shirt to, within a month, over thousands of T-shirts. And it went from one T-shirt in Louisville to T-shirts all around the world in less than a month. And from that, God just started uh, multiplying and adding and making provisions and ways. And by the end of the summer, God had blessed um, myself and my husband to be able to uh own, operate, and open up a event space in Louisville, Kentucky called Manhattan on Broadway, which is a premier event space in downtown Louisville, right on Broadway, which is a prime street in our city. So mm-hmm. all of that was just leading up from God doing what he's doing through me, trying him, and trying mm-hmm. him in every area of our life. Yes, Malachi 3, but not just Malachi 3 and bringing the ties, but trying him in marriage, trying him in my career, trying him in... Um, you know, love and parenting and the whole nine yards. And then I'm trying them in grief because uh, yes. two days before my book got released, my dad went ahead and uh, gave us the deuces and went ahead and uh, went on with the good Lord. Mm-hmm. So me being a daddy's girl, it just pretty much stripped everything outside of me. But God said, you telling people to try them, you're going to have to try them first. So yeah, within man. 48 hours, my book being released, I really had to try them. Uh, so yes. it's just been a beautiful Beautiful thing. Um, it's been good. It's been good. It's been wonderful. I'm telling you, I was one of your uh, recipients of the Try God shirt when it first came back. And you and when I say I saw it in different cities, I was like, that's my shin shirt. <laughs> what you doing? Wow. With? Yes. But yes. that's what that. how God moves. Tell us, and you probably can't describe it, when your pastor said, we're doing a new series, Try God. And, you know, you will get this in the book when you go, buy it. Go to nationtreview.com. We're going to tell you how to get it. But tell us where you were to just even catch that, make it into a T-shirt, and say, I'm going to apply this to my life even before my pastor teaches on it. Where were you mentally, physically? What what was going on in your life to say, oh, I'm going to do this? Well, what was going on in my life? Good question. What was going on in my life at that time, right when he dropped that? was I was, uh, my dad was uh, in the nursing home, and I am a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. And um, so at that time, I'm trying to figure out this whole, wrap this whole thing around, okay, 
my daddy's health is declining, and, mm-hmm. you know, my daddy's not the same, really. He knows who I am, but I don't want him to be there, but he has to be there. I'm dealing with that. I'm also dealing with, at that time, I am dealing with, I'm in corporate America. I'm applying for jobs and uh, that I'm qualified for, and they bring in external people. Uh, after I don't made it to the family's level, I'm like, God, but I'm so qualified. And why am I not in position to get, you know, this job that's around corporate events? You know, it don't, mm-hmm. it don't add up to me. So, and then my sons and my, my two sons uh, that I love dearly um, have been uh, raised uh, with an amazing foundation, a Christian foundation, and they have been, um, race with discipline and morals and just some great young men and then that whole year they both not one but both of them teenagers mm. were just acting like some people that I didn't even know matter of fact every time I seen them I probably really wanted to fight them <laughs> I mad I was that. Wow. so I had all of this going on and then I'm in a new marriage so I'm trying to adapt and learn and figure out how to grow with my husband and he does things one way, I do them another way, and who's right and who's wrong, and mm-hmm. this business and that business, and, you know, he works here and works there, and we have blended family, just trying to bring all of that in. It's like, whoa, God, it's a lot going on in my life. Am I on right, left? And I was searching, and I'm asking God, God, you don't have to give me a word. And that morning mm-hmm. when I went to church, I said, God, you got to give me a word. I need a word from you so that I could be able to See how I'm going to be able to get through all this that I'm in right now. What am I going to have to do? Because I can't do none of this on my own. And that Sunday I went to church. I pressed my way there as a matter of fact. Pressed my way. And the word, it, it dropped in my spirit. And this was after the sermon. This was after mm. he done the sermon. And the word he dropped, he said, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to do a series. Don't try God, Malachi 3, on tithing. I missed all of that about the tithing part, and all I heard was that stood out to me was try God, even though mm. I had wrote down the Malachi 3, but the try God. And I said, you know what? That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to try him with my dad, and my try him in health, try him in sickness, try mm. him in parenting, try him in marriage, try him in my finances, try him in everything. And, and that's what I did. So, and that's where I'm at with the try God. <laughs> that is where she. That's where God has you right now. Because before you wrote a book, you lived a lifestyle, and it wasn't. I love what you said. It wasn't just about tithing. You said, "I'm a try God in every area of my life." And so, if you just join uh-huh. Real Talk with Tanya White, we got the Try God Warrior on Nation Tribute, um, talking about Try God, her journey before even writing this this life-changing, world-changing book that literally people are just continuing to talk about. Now, so after after the series, uh, you're trying God, the T-shirts are booming, and most people think, okay, you know, you, she got these T-shirts. Because when I say I saw them in different cities, I saw them in Nashville, and I, I used to go to Nashville mm-hmm. all the time. I saw them, I was like, what is Nashville? So... Most people think, even though you're trying God and even though, you know, this new endeavor is going on, that your life is good. Was your life good, Nishan? Was it all good? It's funny. That's a real funny question to me because I tell people all the time, 
from 2014 up and actually this year, 2019 is my year that I'm saying of release. So from 2014 up to 2018, it has been a whole lot of hell and it's been mm-hmm. a whole lot of good. It's kind of a mixture of both, but I could definitely say hell in a lot of areas. Um, and I say that being transparent because people see only uh, the glorified story of it, but they don't know what I had to lose to get to the story. They don't know, you know, what transpired, and they just see uh, every, they see the uh, crown that I'm trying to wear, basically, because I'm, I'm still trying God, and as I'm trying God, I'm believing God to do mm-hmm. what he said he's going to do in spite of the hurdles, in spite of the triumphs, in spite of the trials. I'm saying I don't care what I go through, what mud my feet gets in. I am trying him in that particular area, which means I believe God's going to get me out. So when yes. you get that in your spirit, I don't care what comes your way. I don't care yes. what the doctor report says. I don't care what the attorney papers are saying. I don't care what the job is saying on the pink slip. I don't care what your family's saying in between conversations, your best friend, your husband. I don't care what goes on or goes down. When you get that in your spirit, God is your ride or die. And that's how I feel. God is, me and God are in this love relationship right now where he has my back. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how small it is, how big it is. I know for a fact that I will come through it because of him and what he has promised for my life. So I'm excited about it. And the beauty of it is, is that it's a movement. So not only is he doing it for me, but guess what? He's doing it for everyone who's trying him. Everybody who who picks, they don't even have to pick up the book. They can wear the T-shirt. They can just look at it, and they feel what God is doing in this time. You guys, let me tell you something. God used this woman from Louisville. She's born and raised in Louisville. We went to grade school together, even though she chose the wrong high school to go to. We still (laughs) friends. But I have I seen it. her uh, just from the T-shirts. I, I, I remember her selling jewelry. I remember yeah. everything that God had prepared her for this moment of trying him. And when I say, I tell everybody, because you are an example, and I, she doesn't believe it, that she's a, uh, an inspiration to not only new authors but seasoned authors because they see how God is movement, moving in the release of the book. And what I have to tell some people who say, oh, I want to do, I want what Nation is doing. I said, no, because <laughs> God is doing something different. I said, this is a movement. Uh, yes, you can, you're looking at the success, but it's, it's more than a book. It is yeah. <laughs> what you had to go through to strengthen your faith, to still mm-hmm. tell people in the midst of every, every hellish situation I've gone through. And, y'all, I could tell you, too, when I got when I got your your text about your daddy dying, I was in the movies and I, and I was getting ready to break down. I was like, oh my goodness, because even though it was a hurtful situation, the spirit man in me said, okay, God, I'm, you are getting ready to help her <laughs> live mm-hmm. another level of this message through what she's going through. And I, I just mm-hmm. love what the Lord is doing, and I know that you sometimes you want to stop, but let me tell you, my sister, you are an example. What live in living color try God in the midst of grief and a lot of things that people don't even know that you're going through that you're trying him in. So let me tell you guys mm-hmm. right now, listening, 
upset. You thinking, oh, she she got a book out, her book is doing well, the T-shirts. You better not say them words. Try God, because <laughs> God's going to have you try them. Uh, and then he's going to say, oh, you Ooh. really want to try me? Okay. Yes. Let me see. Let me see where you are. So uh, I thank yes. you. I commend you. <laughs> tell us, because our time is short, tell us what is next for you and the Try God Movement and Nation as the business extraordinaire and boss that you are. Appreciate that. So 2019, we are in 2019. We, Try God, we are going to be touching down on our tours to 14 different cities as we speak right now, uh, going from Chicago to Nashville, Indianapolis, uh, Memphis, D.C., uh, and we're going to do an international tour, too, in Punta Cana in October. Mm-hmm. So we've taken this whole movement across the whole entire world, and we are excited about that. We're also going to start March the 9th. We're going to launch an event in Louisville, Kentucky on March the 9th uh, from 11 to 2, and it's going to be uh, probably a Tri-Guy Business Edition where I'm going to be talking it's about branding, too. A lot of people are needing to learn the whole concept of branding and how mm-hmm. to do a unique brand in order to get um, to get noticed, how you're supposed to get noticed for your assignment. So I'm going to be uh, helping Say people with that. Say that one more time, Nation. How you're supposed to do what? <laughs> how you're supposed to be getting branded and noticed for your particular assignment. A lot your of assignment. people are wanting to be what other people are and celebrities are, but your assignment that God has for you is completely different. So we're going to be able to, I'm going to help birth out um, uh, authors and speakers and entrepreneurs and ministers so that they could be able to raise the standard with their brand and so that their brand could get noticed across the hemisphere and global brand and not just our local niche, but we're going to go far Absolutely. beyond that. Let me yeah, tell you, yeah. get with this Try God Warrior. She's going to help you try God. Let me tell you something. Um, those two words you get with her, you're going to be tested, but when it's all said and done, you're going to try God and know him a different way. Give us your contact information, and we're definitely going to have oh, you back in Women's Month. I appreciate that, time. So if you're on social media platforms, go to Try God Movement on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. Our website address is www.nation, N-A-C-H-A-N-D, Tradeview, dot com. So that's www.nationtradeview.com. We have a YouTube channel also called Try God Movement. And get ready because we got some amazing uh, events coming up and prayer calls that we get ready to launch yes, too. Lord. So follow yes. us so that we can be able to get you engaged and put you on the prayer list. And 2019, guys, we better try God. Amen. Love you, Nation. Thank you so much. You did extraordinary you as always. All right, love you more. All right, Thank take you. care. Thank you. Listen, real talk, real talk is bringing you real talk this this year, first day of the year, 2019. Our theme is how to live clean in 2019, and we're talking about spiritual cleanliness. Apostle Manzano told us that we got to uh, live that word, and we've got to have a pure heart and hand. Nation just told you that you better try God and listen. We are ready. For the lady doctor is what I call her because she is a doctor, a Ph.D., plus she is a true example of what uh, being a lady is, not only a wife, a mother, a minister, but her whole persona is one of lady. Uh, so we're going to take a break because she, I know she's going to take us and close us out. We're doing a um, 
supersized brand of Real Talk tonight, so we're just going to go a little bit over 9 o'clock, but we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some Dorinda Clark, and then we'll be back.
Clark. I don't know about y'all, but I love me some Dorinda Clark. Cole. Hey, man. Listen, make me real. We're talking about how to live clean in 2019. And listen, we have our third guest to round off this trifecta of godly information that will empower you, encourage, and educate you to not only say, oh, I'm going to make a change in, in January, but for the rest of your life. So I'm excited to bring on the lady doctor, Dr. Matisa Wilbon. Let's get her on. Dr. Matisa? Hello, sis. So glad to hear your voice. Yes, I'm glad I've been waiting for this show. Lord have mercy. I know you're going to give us some nuggets how we can be undefeated in our prayer life, in our life alone. Before we get started, tell our audience who you are in your own words and what uh, brought you to write this wonderful book called Undefeated. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, I was... um born and raised in the church. Um, My mother was a minister and eventually became a pastor. We're from a little town in eastern Kentucky and um, sort of grew up in the church, went to school um, to become a university professor for to be able to kind of go that route. But always, always the church and ministry has been first in my life. Um, So at the same time that I was sort of progressing and, and getting various degrees so that I could teach, God also had me on the path of ministry. So I started preaching when I was about 21 years old um, and kind of grew up through the ranks of the church, doing a whole bunch of different stuff like a lot of us do from ushering, cleaning the bathrooms. And I did youth ministry. I did women's ministry and um, really kind of did quite a bit of stuff in the church, as I said. Um, And so I knew church and, and, and certainly had a relationship with God. But one of the things that my mother, um, who I love dearly, would teach us, not just me, all of us, was the importance of prayer. Mm-hmm. And she started really teaching us about prayer really, really early. One of the things that I highlight in the book at the very beginning um, is just a moment that I remember um, that really kind of set the foundation for me. I, I remember being about, I think I was about 11 years old, uh, had, had excruciating pain in my side. And um, my mother, I didn't want to interrupt her or wake her up because she was a nurse as well. She she worked third shift. Long mm-hmm. story short, I wake her up. She gets her anointed oil. Now, if anybody on the line, um, <laughs> if you're old school or you grew up sort of with that old school idea, um, we we believed in going to doctors and all that kind of stuff. But my mother all and the, and the saints at my church always had a little bottle that mm-hmm. had some oil in it that had been anointed. I, I know you know about the blessed oil. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, Lord. She, she took the she took the oil, um, sis, and she, she said this to me, and I, I'll never forget it. She looked at me, and again, I'm 11. I wasn't saved at the time. I had no relationship with God. But I remember her prayers, and I remember, mm-hmm. you know, how she responded to different things. And she basically looked at me and said, do you believe? And, again, this pain was excruciating. Nothing would take it away. And, you know, in a childlike faith, I looked at her and I said, yes, I believe. So she anointed me with that oil, and that pain was immediately gone. Now, the thing that I reflect on, and she and I talked about years later, um, and I'm coming to to how I got to this book, um, you know, she knew probably that what the symptoms showed was that I had appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think about 11-year-old girl, probably with appendicitis. My mother is a nurse, so she is a, you know, health practitioner. 
but she's also a woman of faith and power and believes in the power of prayer. And, um, and God showed me that day who he was by healing me. And yeah. so fast forward some years, I ended up getting saved and in ministry, as I said, and still didn't have the prayer life um, probably that I should. My mother, again, kept teaching about prayer. She would do all these different prayer clinics, teach on prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, probably a couple of years, maybe about, about three or four years ago, I really started heeding her words and started praying what was a catalyst in my prayer life, which is what Undefeated is about, is my mother um, developed breast cancer. And she had had breast cancer before, um, initially in 2005. But when it came back a couple of years prior to her passing, she, she did pass last year, it came back with a vengeance. And God had healed her before. God had done many miracles in her body before. I mean, I could write many more books about what God had done in her. But long story short, God used the last two years of her life to really, really, really um, activate this supernatural, just really prayer life that Mm -hmm. I had never experienced before. And so, you know, just, just, you know, my mother in her last two years, again, we didn't know the timing. Like, I didn't know until the end when God said this was it. I didn't know that, that it was it. You know, I, I thought right. she would heal her again. Yeah. But what I know now is that God was using those two years to teach me. So she would yeah. call me and she'd say, God is showing me this. And I would write mm. it down. God is teaching, you know, telling me this. And I would write it down. Sometimes her pain, because she had breast cancer that metastasized, so it eventually went, you know, went to her bones and to her brain, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to us at the time. And I'm going to say this and then, um, you know, let you, let you get back to this. But when, um, when she was in, and she didn't have a whole lot of pain, like it was surprising to a lot of people that I talked to. Like bone cancer is excruciating in terms of pain. She didn't have all of that. But there were times that she would have pain and she would call me and she'd say, I need you to pray. Now, I'm used to her praying. I was used to her being the prayer warrior. She was the one that everybody called. But God would eventually show me that the mantle had been passed. Mm. So now I'm praying for the prayer. I'm Mm. speaking over the prophet. I'm laying on my face because I see my mother you know, dealing with things that a daughter certainly never wants to see her mom deal with. And so God taught me through through her experience and through, you know, the extent of pain that she had, really how to pray. Yeah. So she passed last year. He taught me how to pray through grief, you know. Mm. Um, we, we think because we have God in our lives that we're not going to experience certain things. I heard you talking to um, Nashan earlier that whole try God um, movement, as you all were talking about with the passing of her father, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we don't know how to deal with that. For me, prayer was my saving grace. Yeah. And so God birthed this book in my spirit that we're going to have trials, tribulations, challenges. But if we can learn to pray, can learn to pray, I don't care what we go through. God is going to take us through it to victory. And that victory does not mean always that the situation will change in the way we want it to. I wanted my mom to live. But God saw fit to heal her eternally. But Mm -hmm. we were still victorious 
because through prayer, God changed us and showed yes. us, you know, um, he showed us how to lean on him and how to really trust on trust in him. And mm-hmm. and that mantle was passed. And, and so this book is a result of that, Undefeated Prayer Never Loses. Um, there are some stories about, you know, how God in, impacted us through my mom's prayer. But mm-hmm. it's also a reflection of kind of what we all face day to day and how prayer can help us um, come out victorious in the midst yes. of them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking about Easter World Bond. Um, she just gave us a brief of who she is and how she was uh, got to write this book, Undefeated, Prayer Never Loses. And it's so, uh, it's not ironic, it's God. When you just said that, my mom, that's how I, uh, he birthed me as a writer. My mom was, we didn't even know she had cancer, but she went to the hospital. They said it was a blood clot mm-hmm. five months, you know, a month later it's cancer. So she stayed in right. a hospital five months. And what, what you said, the manna was passed because during that, time I was crying out to the Lord I'm the oldest yeah. my dad passed mm. in 99 we had mama there to help us I'm I'm at the point I don't know what to do but seek the Lord but what, what you just mm-hmm. said the manna was passed because my mom was the prayer she taught us you know the Sunday school teacher everything the youth worker so during that mm-hmm. time I didn't know until just now when you said the manna was passed of how he wow. strengthened me um to pray in a different way and uh-huh. for me writing was how I got through that situation and then after she died I poured my my thoughts and everything into writing and empowering others because like I said we didn't know she even had cancer it was like wow. okay we I'm writing for people to know you better live each day at that time uh-huh. live your life like it's golden so I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying, even though I wanted my mom to live too. But out yeah. of that, God birthed something in me that I didn't even know was in me <laughs> That's to amazing. do for other people like you are doing with your book, Undefeated Prayer Never Loses. So now I know everybody, and this is, I mean, this book is phenomenal, uh, especially if you are a person of prayer. Tell us, give mm-hmm. us some nuggets of wisdom, because our theme is how to live in 2019, and one of mm-hmm. prayer is 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 fundamental. Absolutely. Talk, talk, give us some, give us some nuggets of wisdom from your book, and that will encourage mm-hmm. our audience and myself on how we can maintain and really stay motivated to do what God has called us to do. Absolutely. Well, I am. Um... First of all, let me say I, I love that that God, you know, He always gives us aha moments. But you know, I look at you and the work that you do and how you support so many other people. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me to hear that story that that was birthed through what I'm sure was one of the most challenging times of your life, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, of your life. And I just love that because God, when He says He works all things together for the good, yeah, like we don't, you know. We don't always understand that until we come out on the other side of it. And it doesn't mean, you know, there's so many times, I'm not, I'm probably bossy. I'm, I'm bossy like I think I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm really the middle. But um, I've always been the one that, that people said, you know, your mom's never going to die until, mm. your, your mom's never going to die as long as you're alive. Because we're, we were always um, just alike. 
Mm-hmm. But I said that to say there's so many times throughout the year and a half that she's been gone that I've been like, man, you know, I shouldn't be I, – I don't want to deal with this without calling my mom. I should be able mm-hmm. to call her and ask her. And But then God would, would remind me, you know, things that she said in the past or, or things that she deposited into us. So I'm grateful that God can take, you know, the things that, that are so challenging and bless them not just for us but for other people. Mm-hmm. So the answer to, you know, the answer to your question, I start off just by talking about the importance of prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, and this is probably true for me as well, I really took prayer for granted. As yeah. I said, I've been saved for a number of years now, since I was 16 years old. And, um, you know, prayer was something that I knew was important. You know, I knew that it was important to pray over your food. I I would get up in the morning and say, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. So I didn't want to take God for granted, but I didn't really look at the fact that God created a vehicle for Mm -hmm. man, for humanity, in all of our flaws, in Mm -hmm. all of our, you know, neediness, in all of our humanity. He created a a vehicle for us to commune with him. Like, that's big to me. Yeah. And I, and I really took that for granted. And I remember my mother told me one time, she was like, Matisa, don't you know that you can get to a place in God where you can literally step into the Holy of Holies mm. and the heavens will open and you can ask God what you will. Mm-hmm. And if it's according to his will and your faith, it's going to happen. Yes. And if she would teach me, she would say, Matisa, when you pray, believe that God is going to answer. Mm. So I think two things. I think, first of all, you know, often in Christendom, Christendom, we sort of take prayer for granted, like it's something yes. that we do, but we don't understand the bigness of that. Yes. And then I think the second thing is, even when we pray, I think sometimes we pray not believing. You know, we know mm. that we're that's the thing to do. We know God can do it, but we don't always believe that God will do it. Yes, yes. So and and so that and she and, and so these are some of the nuggets that, that she taught me. She said that we're supposed to pray believing that God would answer. And I'm telling you, when God when God would answer various prayers that I prayed, I would write it down. Sometimes I would put it on yes. Facebook as a means yes. of you know, sort of keeping record, because when I kept the record, it built my faith. Faith comes yes. by hearing and hearing by the word. And the word isn't always just in what's in the scripture, but God, Jesus is the word. So as he would do things, I would rehearse and, and my faith would increase. So this is what I would I would just say. And there are a number of chapter, uh, chapters in the book about, you know, um, distractions social media distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about the fact that, we, you know, a lot of us are fighting for our families. If you're like me, I've got um, a brother who right now is addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, grew up in the same household, heard the same word, had the same mother teaching us these principles, but two totally different paths. Yes. If I did not have prayer, Tanya, when I tell you, Mm-hmm. I will be so, you know, depressed or just hopeless. Mm-hmm. But even with something like that, God has taught me to fight through prayer. I yes. talk about the fact, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a couple of practical steps, but I talk about in the book about the fact that, um, you know, 
the enemy, the devil, is the prince of the of the power. He's the power of the air, and mm-hmm. so we've got a lot of things in society that we're fighting that that the enemy uses to creep in real subtly. So when we think about things like social media, not only does it create distractions because we're on it all the time, and a lot of times yeah. not for the right thing, but it also creates you know comparisons and it creates yes, self doubt. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. there. I've looked at people's pages and, you know, like, God, why isn't this working out for me? Or why mm-hmm. is, you know, and God has had to bring me back to my senses to say, listen, you're blessed and highly favored and your life is your life. And those moments that people are capturing, you know, don't represent the fullness because everybody is going to go through. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and, and so God just reminded me not to, to be caught up, not to be conformed to every new thing, new technology, yes. new opportunity. Um, and then also the last chapter, next to last chapter, talks about the fact that God is going to bring some things up in our lives that we don't always like. God says no sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Josh, have you ever said have you ever really been asking God and, you know, this, this seems like a counter point to this idea of prayer, because I just told you when I pray, I pray, believing God is going to do it. And I do every single time. But mm-hmm. what I do know also is that sometimes we can have a Jacob moment or we can have a moment where we have to wrestle with God and yes. so we get an understanding of what God is trying to do. And sometimes what's best for us is a no. Absolutely. Lord Jesus, it is. <laughs> Listen, and then when you get to the other side of it, you're like, God, thank you for saying no. I'm so, you know. glad you <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't let me in. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know what? Because some, it goes back to sometimes we're thinking that we're asking according to God's will, but it's really according to what we eat, saw, like you said, on social media or yep. somebody we know. And we think because yep. we can convince ourselves it is the will of God. <laughs> We can make a case, yes. but God knows, yes. and he's sovereign. That's, so, yes, his no's exactly right. are the greatest yeses that we can ever have. So, yes, I understand I that. I understand. Yes. Now, you have some great things coming up with this undefeated. Tell us, because we are running out of time. Tell us oh, uh, what things that you have with undefeated for 2019. Well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I could just talk about this forever and ever. But so a couple of different things are going on. One thing that I love about this is not only the book, um, not only is the book selling itself, but I'm also doing some intercessors workshops and ministry around the book. So one of the things that God told me that I would be doing through this book is not just having people sort of buy it. And I love the idea of the Try God movement. I think Mm -hmm. about this in a similar way. It's not just, you know, it's an undefeated movement that people are being activated in their prayer. So you're going to see me in some different areas, and I'll I'll be advertising it on Facebook, doing intercessors workshops, um, you know, sort of teaching people to pray. Um, I'm now working on a sequel for children. So it's going to be undefeated for kids. Amen. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, because oh kids, especially today, kids need to learn to pray. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Mm, mm, mm. I can, I'll, I'll be, be doing, doing some, a whole um, show on that one. Yes. I'm going to be doing some webinars um, online so people can, you know, sign up um, 
online to do some different things that I'll do, and I'll, I'll put that out. That's going to be happening in March. And then I am going to be having an undefeated prayer call weekly, um, and that will actually beginning, be beginning next week. So those Amen. are all things that are coming up that I'll post on social media and let people know that. Amen. Amen. Listen, God must be speaking and calling the intercessor really heavily uh, in this upcoming season. Um, Apostle Manzano, he's having an intercessor's gathering. Uh, you and you talk about, and I've heard you uh, speak about it on social media too. Didn't know you was having an intercessor prayer clinic. Amen. So, yes, yes. Uh, God is equipping the intercessor um, for such a time as this. Listen, tell us how we can stay connected to you so we can find out what, what everything is going on, your website, social media, all that great stuff. Absolutely. Everything is Matisse Wilbin. So Instagram is Matisse Wilbin. Facebook Facebook is different. It's Matisse Olinger Wilbin, but that's W-I-L-B-O-N. And their website is MatisseWilbin.com. And, um, you know, in addition to the book, I do other ministry things, and um, I'll be traveling both domestically and internationally. So if anybody out there is listening and wants to meet up with me at some point, I would love to see you. Amen. Listen, link up with this doctor. Lady doctor is what I call her. Uh, Great things. Your life will be blessed. Thank you so much for taking time out to join us. And I can't wait for the undefeated for children. I know your your children are going to be actively involved in that one, right? That's that's exactly right. Yep. I know they are, and I can't wait. They're gonna be laying hands on these kiddos. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Lord, well, thank you so much. I love uh, many blessings, and we will follow up and bring you back. Thank you so much. Love you, sis. Love what you're doing. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, I told you all, real talk was gonna be rated R today. How to get clean in 2019, spiritual cleanliness. First of all, Apostle Kevin Manzano said you've got to have clean heart and pure hands, and that is going to be done by reading the word of God and applying it to your life. The Try God Warrior said, listen, you have to do what God tells you to do. you got to try him. And when you ask ask the Lord, say, Lord, I want I want to get to know you. I'm going to try you. He's going to try you, even in those areas that you didn't think you need to be tried in. But God is God, and he's going to take you through. And then Dr. Matisse said prayer. Prayer is going to be everything that you need. You've got to press your way in a deeper level of prayer. Listen, I am. I love, I love that the Lord used. And I, I, Julia Royston told me, get my butt back on the radio, and I'm so glad she did because I love this. These shows help me and push me and encourage me. This is our fourth show as I relaunch. Our whole month of January is How to Live Clean. Next week, uh, DeWine Means uh, of By Any Means Fitness is going to be on here talking about workout, eating healthy. Uh, Miss Bunch is going to be on about talking about detox and what you need to eat. Listen, stay connected to me, TanyaWhite.com, or connect with me on Facebook. We are getting ready to send out the Yes, I Am Enough uh, five-city uh, conference and book tour information. Uh, the Yes, I Am Enough Nation is my focus. And everything else, Tanya White, you will see on my social media. Listen, I love you guys. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, uh, my child is talking to her. Sponsor of the show, inbox me. Uh, uh, Lord have mercy. 
I'm sorry, she get me off focus. Uh, inbox me or in- email me at tanyatanyawhite.com. Tune in, listen to the download, share all this information. We're going to close out with Marvin Sapp, Beloved, because that, when you know that you are beloved of God, trust me when I tell you, you're going to want to do everything that he's called you to do. And it won't be a have to. It will be a want to situation. I love you guys. See you next Beloved, when you think of what the Lord has done, every victory that he has won, the fact that you did not make it here on your own, it ought to make you say, Beloved, when you think about the price you paid, how on Calvary your soul he saved The fact that he suffered, bled, and died for your sin It ought to make you say Thanks not excessive, no thanks at all Every now and then you ought to testify Cause we overcome by the blood of the Lamb And the word of our testimony He saved He raised me He healed me Beloved, listen, say, Beloved, I don't know what you've been going through, but I know that he's been good to you, because you're still alive today, that's enough to open up your mouth and say, Beloved, if he didn't want to do it again, because he's always been that type of friend, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, you really ought to say.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.